0: Welcome to the Chill with Phil weekly podcast. Everything about e-commerce, digital marketing, growth hacking, strategies, and more. If you're passionate about these topics, you will definitely want to hang out with us the next hour. Now, here's your host, Phil Kiprianu. Hey guys, this is Phil for the Chill with Phil podcast. Everything about e-commerce, digital marketing, growth hacking, affiliate marketing, and much more. And today on the show, we have Oliver Canyon from Landing Page. Guys, hey, Oliver, how are you? Hey, Phil, I'm very well. I'm doing good. How are you? Amazing, amazing. So just to make a little intro, Oliver and I know from probably eight years back in the days when I was doing athlete marketing, lead generation, and this kind of thing. And I got across this guy because I was looking basically to get i-converting landing page and i remember that we just crushed it <laughs> and um, back then we were doing like contest um lead generation for mortgage company uh, real estates and car dealership and things like that and we needed we needed back then like a very good attractive um converting uh, landing page and um and that's great because basically oliver as has- been doing that like for such a long time so it will be able to give us like some cues and what's working right now and what has been also working for the past couple of years because sometimes you don't need to change the will but before all of that um, I would like you to make an intro about yourself, your entrepreneur journey and just tell us more, you know, where all this came from, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: No, appreciate the intro, and um, like you said, I can't believe that was like nearly eight, nine years ago. It's crazy. I'm um, really, really mad. So you must have been, I would say, one of our first clients. Um, with I think back then we were called like CreateMy.com, and we changed into the landing page guys, and to- decided to go kind of like fully focus on the landing page stuff, which was you know the best decision we ever made, which we can go into a bit later. But um, a brief intro to how we kind of uh, got to that, even that stage was um i i say this on all the kind of videos and podcasts that i'm on like i don't think anyone when they're like 13 14 wakes up one day and goes you know i want to run a landing page company or i want to f- focus on conversion rate optimization like i just don't think it's even something that you probably know of back then um so i i was uh i was a chef i was a fully qualified chef um from the age of like 13 i worked in the kitchens and i went to college when i was uh, 17 in stratford to do my kind of culinary arts course but but Kind of behind the scenes, like in my spare time, I kind of stumbled across the online space. Um, funny enough, through uh, through hip-hop, like I used to love like hip-hop rap battles. Uh, it was the days of like the 8 Mile film that I'm sure we've all watched and remember with Eminem. And I'd go on these kind of forums and discussion groups and... Um, and one day I thought to myself, you know, I used to be a fan of um, uh, a program called Dragon's Den. Uh, I think in America they have like Shark Tank, right? It's kind of a similar um, concept whereby people would go and pitch their ideas to investors. Investors would give them money and then it would start this idea. So I remember like I was like 13, 14, maybe, uh, maybe 15. And I was sat in um, my grandfather's lounge and I pitched to him and my dad. That I wanted to create my own like hip hop forum. I was like, you know, if you can give me the money, I'll give you like 30, 40%, uh, share in my company. And, um, it's funny, my dad still claims that he's got 40% in my company, like 15 years on, but, um, I don't think that one, that one, uh, is going to stick Dad. but, um, yeah, I created one of these, uh, forums and communities, and that's kind of the first, uh, real kind of bug I got for the kind of entrepreneurial world and like, uh, doing something for yourself and building your own website and community. And I just kind of fell in love with it. Um, and tens of failed projects and communities and forums later, um, I stumbled across uh, CPA marketing, affiliate marketing. Um, I think that's probably where we maybe first met through my forum, which uh, used to be called CPA Fix. uh, And it was just a forum that I started for CPA marketers to discuss marketing uh, techniques. And um, I never expected it to kind of blow up or grow or, you know, to even monetize it. I didn't really know what monetization was back then. You know, I was still in college learning how to be a chef every hour under the sun, working in the kitchens, and then in my spare time creating this CPA forum and looking into CPA marketing. But, um, all of a sudden you know people started approaching me and saying can we join the forum can we put banners on your forum we affiliate networks wanted to advertise and it was just mind-blowing to me like i can make money from this shit like this is mad i'm sorry can i swear on this by the way so so yeah so it was crazy and um Yeah, it kind of, I I got to that stage where I was uh, working back as a full-time chef, but still making a little bit of money through the online space. And I kind of sat down with my parents again and said, like, am I ever going to, when is there going to be a better opportunity to make this jump to kind of see if the online space can support me financially? Um, And I made the jump and and kind of touched wood. I haven't looked back since. And uh, yeah, we now... We we sold the forum a couple of years ago, but it's the uh, the largest um, affiliate fo- forum online um, with over 100,000 members. And uh, alongside that is uh, kind of the the kind of landing page business that we've been running now for probably about six seven years in its current instance. Um, and that's the major focus now, and that's kind of what we've been doing uh, ever since.
0: That's crazy! What a journey from a chef to uh entrepreneur landing page cpa (laughs) offers everything you couldn't write this (laughs) stuff could you (laughs) i mean that's that's great and that shows also how um you know there's not a typical journey for an entrepreneur you know you can come from any place any you know that there's no limit basically and it comes out from a first id and then after that it jumps to other stuff you know absolutely Uh,
1: so yeah, that, I don't, I don't, like when people say, "Wake up and say, I want to become this." Like I, I get that, but like I, I never happened to me. I just kind of fell into the next thing, as I'm sure you kind of did the similar, and lots of yeah. your listeners will. And you know, you kind of stick to what fits and what works and what you enjoy. Like I do love this. I don't look at it as a job, but I never thought I was going to do it when I was younger. No way. I was always one, going to be a chef.
0: Yeah, here you go, and it's it. it comes as a, it comes as a passion, also, you know. So you're yes. getting so into it. And you you embrace it, you know, uh, like that. So that's that's super cool. So now um, with, you know, all this experience uh, right now, what you've seen, um, like I was doing in an intro, you know, what are the main changes that you've seen through all these years um, running, you know, um, landing page, CPA offers? um, What is the main thing you would say that, um, you know, uh, happen in this space.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I know we've discussed that we go back eight years. Like, back then, um, I think you probably admit as well, it wasn't as serious as it is right now. Like, everyone was was kind of like, uh, not not necessarily like, it wasn't all black hat, but everyone was kind of like, doing this out of their bedroom and, you know, they were in their beds and just launching campaigns and doing, uh, you know, incentivized gateways and share scripts and black hat tactics and you could get away with a lot more and it was very easy to grow Facebook fan pages and grow big audiences and um, I think that a lot of people made a lot of money quick and lost a lot of money quickly. Uh, and a lot of people who uh, made a lot of money aren't about in the space anymore because they soon realized that, um, you know, now that kind of um, Facebook's clamping down on such stuff, FTC's clamping down on stuff, you know, everything's becoming hard, not necessarily harder, but it's becoming more regulated and more of a serious kind of operation. Um, and I think the way that everything is gone in the last, especially in this last year, but the last couple of years is everyone's now switching from, uh, let's say like uh, your typical affiliate marketing model whereby you could just pick up a Garcinia product or a keto product or uh, enhancement product, whatever, uh, and smash the shit out of it on Facebook with mass traffic, get some rebills and make your money and then, you know, s- spam loads of accounts. And it's just becoming a lot harder. So what I see now is that everyone's now focusing on creating real businesses, real brands. Um, it's all about that brand. It's about longevity. It's about, yes, we might not make as much money now but in the long term we'll make money for longer and we'll also have assets that are sellable, that are exitable. Um, and I just feel like that's the big shift. Everyone's kind of going from the affiliate to the advertiser kind of space now. Um, and not even the typical CPA advertiser space that and you probably know from the last few years. It's more now about creating brands and creating business um, for longevity. And we're doing far more kind of branded funnels as opposed to these kind of fly-by-night quick CPA um, funnels
0: yeah that makes sense and i've seen the same thing happening also in the e-commerce business for the, the past couple of years i mean when there was like this huge craze in 2015 2016 everyone was launching like crazy yeah you know, multiple stores even you know at the same time and they tried to make a buck of it and you know and selling uh, counterfeit you know products and right uh, and also, also like you say you were saying uh, also some black hats black hat stuff and you know trademark infringement and, and all this kind of thing yeah and now the they, they, they got shut down they disappeared most of them right uh, um, and that's exactly the same feeling I'm seeing right now even in our community like people are looking to build for the long term and building brands, which creates much more value. Yes, you're not making as much money, probably short term, but yeah. long term, you can cash out and Absolutely. have much more value there, you know? And that makes uh, a lot of sense. So yeah. you're, you're talking about, um, you know, creating, uh, let's say, funnels or even like landing page now that are much more branded. Um, how do you see that in terms of performance, you know? Uh, uh, If you compare that to let's say a traditional store or um you know, even like I don't know, like smaller, you know, uh, you know, basic landing page or things like that.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, so right. like that, let's specifically talk about e Um, you know, like you said, like performance back in the day was, uh, you know, a keto or gas in your weight loss, health, health, whatever it may be, whatever niche, it was a, a, typically like a trial or a rebuild kind of model. Um, it was somewhat like shady, um, and yes, your conversion rates may have been slightly higher than what they are now for, say, for example, a single product e-comm store, um, but it's kind of full circle because although your conversion rates are higher, so are your chargebacks, so are your complaints, so are, you know the FDC, so are, uh, you know legal cases, cease and desist things like this. Whereas now, you know, whilst you're building this brand, yes, your conversion rates on the front end might be a little bit lower, but your longevity of a client, your average order value is higher. Um, the, the the client coming back for more uh, is a lot higher, and and creating that sellable asset is, is you know is is, is way higher so yes you you might not see as as kind of high conversion rates on that initial uh front end but the the kind of longevity and the lifetime value of your customers is way way higher and the quality of that customer is way way higher um and building that kind of asset that's then sellable um you know scalable is 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 way way bigger so i think it's kind of um you know Which which one's going to be better for long term? And I think the, the model we're in now is is far better in my opinion than the model we had back then. Um, but we can still we can still achieve really high conversion rates with stores. Um, the one thing that we we can get into a bit more detail of, but we would recommend anyone who's doing paid media to not drive traffic to stores. For example, you know a lot of people are, I in my opinion, our opinion, getting it wrong because they're driving traffic to product pages on stores. Let's say for example you've got a Shopify store, you've got ten products, and they'll drive uh, traffic to the individual product pages. Now, you can actually get far better conversion rates by building direct response sales funnels. And what I mean by that is taking that product out and creating a specific sales page for that one product that's aggressive, that's direct response, that's keeping it simple stupid because you've got one product, one call to action, um, you'll see far better results doing it that way. And then of course you can bundle, you can upsell, you can uh, resell, retarget with all your kind of other products and stuff, but you can still achieve, um, you know, these high conversion rates with those type of um, stores. And I think that's probably the way to do it if, if you still want those high conversion rates.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, that's probably the best strategy that you can do if you want to. Uh, to increase also the customer experience because the the, the biggest pain point when you get uh, when you try traffic to all the stores or even like the main page main page or collection pages you you get your people distracted like crazy you know instead yes exactly and yeah. and juicing it you know from the single product because. Um, You can get so much out. So one thing that we're doing is, yes, we we start usually with a a main store and we try a bunch of products, you know, and we figure out which are, let's say, the top five best selling. And from there we create the landing page and um and we
1: scale after and which makes much more sense that's a hundred percent what we would recommend to do and I, I often say to people like who have stores and they come to me and they they, they can't get their head around why they would create a product specific page but I'm, i say to them like which is your highest selling product and they'll tell me oh it's a and i'm like well does it really matter if we sell a hundred thousand pounds worth of A or a hundred thousand pounds worth of A, B, C, D, and E, and F? And it's harder to do that. Like, yeah. it, ultimately, everyone's in this for money. Like, it doesn't matter which product you sell the most of as long as you're making money, right? So, um, the way you've just ex- uh, described is a hundred percent how we would recommend people to do it.
0: And, and also, when you try to drive to, uh, I mean, people to all your products, you're diluting yourself at, at the same point, you know, and you're missing right. opportunities like you're selling, you, you were saying, because. Um, one product, one product. I mean, and especially with the competition as well, you know. And give so much attention to ten products when there's a thousand much more competitors out there that are trying to do the same thing. Well yeah. you can take one or two products that are really have a big differentiator. Uh, and you maximize it and exactly. and also in the funnel, you know, in the funnel stream, you know, it's so much difficult to do upselling, downselling with a traditional e-commerce store when from a funnel, uh, it's easy to, 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 to get that uh, extra dollars, you know, from a user. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Po- whether it's post-purchase or whether you do bundles on the front end, I mean, even if we're bundling, we still do it on one product. So what we'll do a lot of now is we'll do the same product on the front end, but it'll be one, three or five and then obviously you get a discount if you buy the three or the five and you make sure that a five looks like it's the best value and you'll be amazed at how many people go for that five but exactly like you said you're far better off doing that on the front end and then like a post-purchase one kick upsell um to a, a different product works very well or whether that's like a because a lot of people say well i don't have other products okay well you can do a, a vip membership upsell you can do an expedited shipping upsell um there's, there's loads of ways you can make money on the back end but um i, I think the way you described it is 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 pretty much perfect spot on you know test the load pick pick the winner and then build out a direct response funnel and you'll see far better results
0: so now let's i mean you've been working with um physical products doing landing page for physical products yeah digital products as well what do you see in terms of big difference between these two uh in terms of performance or you know uh loyalty uh and everything that is regarding that you know
1: It all comes down to quality. It doesn't matter if it's a digital product, physical product, service, software. It doesn't really matter. But this is why the the transition from that kind of a um, you know affiliates affiliate offers the wrong word because affiliates are brilliant and and I, I love affiliates that's where I'm from it's the background you know the community I created but um, it, it, when when you kind of transition from the fly by night products that you know yourself if it's a shit service or a shit product that you're offering um, you're going to see negativity you're going to see charge back chargebacks you're going to see refund requests. Um, when you sell something quality, you're going to see longevity. It's not rocket science. This stuff isn't hard. Like it's, it's put your, yourself into the mind of the consumer. If you bought this product, would you be disappointed? If you're not, then great. Then you can stand by that product and, and kind of, um, really go it. So I don't think it really differs between like a digital product or a, um, or, or a physical product. If, If it's quality and you've delivered, um, Quality. Of course, you're always going to get people who charge back or uh, want a refund or something like that. But and it's probably not even worth you wasting your time on those sort of people. We tend to like we used to argue and now we're just like, no, nah, you just take it back. You're clearly not on that level to kind of understand what we're trying to sell you. But um, uh, yeah, I, I just feel it's, it's all about that quality, really
0: yeah i agree and um i was i mean i was listening to a video a couple of days ago from Jeff jeff bezos uh, yeah. a video from 1999 i think and it is crazy how everything he was saying was just around customer experience customer support and how you can give them the best out of it yeah and i think that that's a um, that's a key in terms of growing your business and like you were saying longevity and he's a proof you know he's a life proof of success succeeding in his business by focusing and be obsessed especially
1: with the customer uh, yeah
0: by, by that you know and yeah. if people were probably as much obsessed as him uh there would be probably better um quality products out there uh <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: sell better stuff you know um and Amazon for sure is not perfect, but is still, you know, a good example of uh, a good success story in, in this world. Um, you know, we're talking about Amazon, but I mean, one thing I've seen also regarding landing pages, a lot of yeah. people now or for a couple of years are using the landing page strategy to get their people first there and then sending it back to Amazon. Um, it is something that you've worked on. It is uh, can you give us like some insights? Yeah, you
1: have? <laughs> yeah definitely. I mean, the, the reason people do that is because you've got the freedom to pre-sell on Amazon. Obviously it's very templated. You can only edit like a description and a headline, the product name. Um, obviously you can add more information lower down the fold, but you can't, it, it's, it's the whole mentality again around, um, giving them no distractions, keeping it simple, stupid. You can pre-sell someone on a landing page. So we can take them through a whole user journey and, uh, adjust their buying decision on that landing page because we have full control of how it looks how it feels how it flows how it goes down the page uh, the sections we put in there the social proof where we put things and I'm happy to go into like some tips and details of where I would put things in a a minute but um, it's that whole kind of uh, Bit where you don't have that ability to do it on Amazon. You know you're very templated into how they lay out their pages and their sales pages, um, and people get easily distracted on Amazon, obviously, because there's other products, related products, people also bought this, 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 this. So, again, like this is why we would build like a pre-sale to to an amazon product if you um insist on selling through amazon i still think you'll get better results not selling through amazon um i'm not saying don't have an amazon listing definitely have an amazon listing because you'll pick up sales that you wouldn't elsewhere but if you're doing paid traffic i would 100 percent just um recommending something more like shopify WooCommerce, or, or limelight or connective or something like that
0: yeah for to to get much more control for sure on the whole exactly. experience and also you know amazon is like you say it's a great channel to get extra sales, but it's not where you're going to control the whole customer journey. And you will not have total access to the data after, So, which is a very big pain right now. you know. Right. So you cannot continue after the, the, the whole cycle of the, of the customer journey there as well, since um, Amazon controlled that. Um, so you were talking about the process also on, on uh, Amazon, or um, you know a normal landing page, but when let's say a customer comes to you and say, "Okay, um, I have this product," let's do a yeah. landing page. You know most of the time I mean, they don't give even like a lot of information you have to go sure. deep in and you you have almost like to figure out because you know all entrepreneurs don't have time they don't they, yes, just sure. have, have like this ID and they like, say okay I know a guy he's gonna do the job <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing so from there what's the what do we do?
1: Yeah, yeah, how do you do, you know? How do you work? Sure. You? <laughs> so, like, the, the internal picture is that you'd get on a call with our project managers. Um, so yeah. we'd assign you a project manager. You'd have a kind of discovery call uh, whereby we uh, – the bigger picture is we, we want to – Extract from you exactly what it is you want from this landing page or funnel now what I mean by that is we've just spoke about it Like we don't want our users or our, you know traffic who's going to this page to get confused So we always follow the the kiss keep it simple stupid. So what is the stupid thing you want people to do? Is it a purchase? Is it a phone call? Is it a form submit? Is it a click through? What is that one call to action that is important to you? And we'll kind of then build out from there because a lot of people come to us and they have a sales page, but they have... A phone number on there they have a form on there they have a buy button they have an add to cart button and they confuse the messaging so much that people have the trouble is it's it's that whole ethos again around that single product landing page when you give people multiple choice they don't pick one when you give them one choice they tend to take that action so we're very strong on kind of arguing not arguing back with our customers that's not the right word but like suggesting to our customers that they focus on one clear goal uh, or objective so let's take e-com into account You've got a product and you say, right, this is my camera phone. I want to sell it. We will get you on the project uh, discovery call. We'll, we'll learn a little bit more about you. Typically, that can just take, you know, five, ten minutes if you, that's all you've got. But if you want to send more details, that's fine. Um, and then it's, it's more about the Scientology behind the page. I mean, we, we run a, a group, a community on Facebook, and our kind of uh, slogan for that group, group is that web design is an art form whereas landing page design is a science. And the reason we kind of say that is because there is a, a kind of Scientology and a philosophy behind uh, how a landing page is laid out, what you have on that landing page that affects the buyers or the, the consumers or the users' decisions, whether that's lead generation, whether that's e-comm, whether that's click to call, it doesn't matter. The, the kind of the, the Scientology behind those pages um, are always typically the same, and I'd love to run through a few with with you and the listeners. Um, but we would we would then we have internally um, what's called our kind of uh, landing page blueprint, which we have these principles on, and it, it, and we just make sure that our designers and obviously they've been doing it for years now are um, attuned to those blue, that blueprint and those points. And as long as we see designs coming back that kind of abide by those points, we know that it's going to get off to a good possible start for conversions. Um, So so that's what we would kind of do. We would take your product and we would then apply these principles to your product for the design of the page. And as long as, uh, you know, we our project managers kind of tick that off and see that we've uh, abided by those principles and and put them into the design. um, We know that you're going to get off to a really good start as far as your conversion rates
0: yeah it makes sense it makes sense and um then after that i mean once you get the the page there and everything yeah are you um doing um continuous testing for conversion optimization is there
1: yeah. anything so, so absolutely and, and yeah so to interrupt because to finish your kind of original question so what we would do is we then uh, put this over to our designer um this is how we work by the way internally and i'm not here to sell i'm here to hopefully add some value to your listeners but um we go back and forth you get unlimited designs once you're then happy with the design we move it to code we code it uh, integrate whatever platform you want whether that's Shopify, WooCommerce, uh, lead distribution network, whatever it may be uh, and then we will install it for you on your servers or Shopify, get it live and then uh, your next question, you know, once, once we then got that live for the client, they test the traffic, um, we are currently working on, uh, hopefully this year, um, launching another kind of branch of our company which will be the CRO side, so it will be ongoing optimization split testing, A-B testing, multivariate testing, um, but at the moment we have our core focus which is on building these pages. Um, so what we say to our customers right now is, go and test it. Of course, you know we feel like we're ninety nine percent confident we can build a, a high converting landing page are higher than anyone else, and I do truly believe that. Um, but as you know, you know you can never one hundred percent tell. So go and test it. Until we have data, we, we can't you know really see what's going on. So get us some data. Get us to send some traffic. If it's not converting where it should be, you come back to us. In rare occasion. Uh, we'll look at that data and then often we just need to make one or two little tweaks one or two little suggestions on your page that we do free of charge um, until we get it to that conversion point and then that's kind of where they would then take it and and drive their traffic and and run with it but what we are looking to add is that kind of after service cro monthly kind of retainer service um, which hopefully will be coming this year
0: that's cool that's a very good um, service here i mean and you can feel also that more and more people are conscious about that, you know, and spending mm. dollars also investing dollars to 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 get better, you know, conversion but also Absolutely. better experience. I think that I think that's the key. You know, customer experience on your website um it's it's the number one thing because you want to make it like headless seamless also experience yeah and um and there's and there's so much stuff you know going on out there, so uh people need to be um focused when they get on your uh on your uh page um on the other side you so you are opening like that branch what's coming up next in your in
1: your business right now you know yeah, absolutely. So we we kind of, um, me and my co-founder Andy, we've been doing this like for six, seven years. Obviously, we, um, we used to do stuff uh, before that, but the, the landing page guys has been going for sort of six, seven years. And we to be very transparent with you for the first kind of four or five years we would have what you would call as a lifestyle business um, and by that to your listeners who, who don't know what that term means it kind of basically means that you know we we had a small office but it was just me and andy we outsourced everything but we also were responsible for everything so we did all the project management we did all the customer care we did all the split testing we did uh you know the outsource we did absolutely everything but you know we we still made a name for ourselves we did a good job and um we took it so far but About 16 months ago, we sat down with each other and said, do we want to do this for another four or five years? And me and Andy both um, share a a kind of very clear passion and and goal, which is to scale a, a successful company and build a culture we'd love we'd love uh, building a culture where the you know the team is like a family everyone's um loving what they're doing but also working together towards amazing results for our clients um and that's what we started to do about 16 months ago so we ever since have been aggressively hiring in-house here in the uk um scaling up our project management team scaling up our kind of marketing and sales team um and and focusing on building that kind of culture and and perfecting our bespoke uh our core product now we got distracted and we started to build like a, a software and we started to do this and this and this and side projects um and we just decided like i say 16 months ago to scale it all back in and to make our bespoke landing page design development service the best on the market uh, first and foremost before we looked elsewhere and that's what we've kind of been doing um so we're still in that process and we we think we've Improved uh, a lot and we're getting some amazing results for our clients and you know We do between like 50 and 70 projects per month right now So we are that kind of go-to person in the space um, But we still can improve and we are in every day and that's what we're focusing on and, and moving forward uh, Yeah, we've got some things in the pipeline But we do want to get this kind of nailed on and, and kind of get that core team and culture uh, Continuously growing um, and put the right people in place and then our next focus is like we say is uh, this this CRO side of things we definitely want to open up this year uh, we are looking at jumping back into the software space but more um more converged CRO focused so, so focus convert uh, software focused around conversion rates and optimizing and, and kind of uh boosting those conversion rates with um sort of plugins and add-ons and stuff like that so that's kind of what we're doing our our uh, you know, our, our main focus is you know it might sound a bit boring, but it's perfecting what we've got right now. Our core value, our core focus, sticking by our core values and mission, uh, and scaling this team, and then looking into the kind of um, expansion on the, the whole sort of CRO side of things.
0: Right, that's uh, that's amazing, and and you know you you've been you've been perfecting your craft basically for the past four years. And you made the decision now to, to scale or stay the same, you know. And and I see I see that often, you know, with entrepreneurs, basically. And it's it's a hard choice because between scaling, there's other um, there's other stuff that you need to take care, you know. And while you you take it as a lifetime a, a, a life passion let's say business it's it's like you say much more yourself i mean uh, you don't care about scaling as much as long as you make money yourself but now i mean it's not anymore that it's much more uh, like you were saying the culture but as well you know it's creating wealth around the community that you're building and and your uh, and your people your employees and partners also so it's totally another mindset and it takes a a lot of um Passion and dedication to make this happen the proper way. It's
1: it's a lot harder work, but it's also a lot more enjoyable. So yeah, you 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 hit the nail on the head exactly what you said.
0: That that that's amazing. And so and also the the, the main issue is when you get this team on is um, again not to get distracted because that's another thing. You know, you feel sure. that you have so much people out there, and you can pop up a new project much more easy easier than. Right. It used to be, but, you know, again, it's about like keeping your focus there. And I think that's a great thing that you're doing, uh, you know, by defining for the next, let's say, two or three years, uh, what will be your goals and sticking to it. um, I think that's totally amazing. So um, what people need to do next if they want to contact you uh, to get your service or to get like some, let's say. Um, advice regarding that
1: Um, you have a group also yeah yeah if that's okay yeah so we uh, we have a group um, that's focused around landing page uh, design development discussion optimization tactics CRO conversion rate optimization all that kind of good stuff Um, So people can head on over to landingpagelab.com. You'll be redirected to our Facebook group, or you can just go on Facebook and search for The Landing Page Lab. It's 100% free. Um, We don't try and sell you anything in the group. It's just all about adding that value and educating people why they should be using landing pages uh, and building these types of funnels. Um, And yeah, if you want to just find out a little bit more about what we do, um, like I said, I'm not here to sell, but just go to landingpageguys.com and you can see a little bit more information about us, what we do and uh, services we offer and stuff like that.
0: That's amazing. Oliver, thank you very much for joining me today uh, on this other Chillwood podcast. It was a pleasure to get you on. I think we got a lot of insights and hopefully a lot of people will open their mind about mm. starting building funnels and landing page for their
1: specific products because they are literally leaving money on the table as agreed <laughs> i couldn't agree more thank you you've done my job for me i couldn't agree more but um it's been an honor to be on i feel very chilled i've spoken with phil what more could i want out of my day
0: <laughs> here we go thank you very much talk to you very soon guys it was uh, another chill with phil podcast um next one very soon stick with us and um you're gonna chill again <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks phil
0: just listen to the Chill with Phil podcast with your host, Phil Kiprianu. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play and catch our next episode.